I don't have a whole lot of experience in trading options, but it is one of my passions that I've developed over the last couple of years. And certainly locking your success has been a huge part of that. Uh, and it's really helping me to kind of see that I'm on the path to my objectives. And, and uh, I just can't be more excited about something that I've encountered and just being a part of this community um, and learning and, and, and trading, trading well at times and experiencing the ups and downs and, and being able to share experiences with everyone else and seeing that they're having the same ups and downs that I'm having and that this is all normal. And, um, you know, but, but then the day, I mean, the goal is to kind of stay in the game and make money longer term. And so you see that playing out and it's been pretty rewarding year from that standpoint. This is about risk management. I mean, what we do and how effective you, you're will not be successful if you do not manage your risk appropriately um, mm -hmm. in this business. It's just the market. It will it'll it'll get the best of you if you don't do that if you don't take high probable trades uh when the written get paid to do them if you're not getting paid to, t to take these trades uh you're not going to stay in the game long and so i think that mind i brought that mindset to this but i still had a whole lot to learn about trading and volatility and i mean drilling down to that second third fourth level that really john i mean you yeah you go through when i when i start joining you it's not just about it's getting away from that long only mindset. Like it's just direction. It's not just direction that we're talking about. Direction matters, but it, it's volatility and um and the technical analysis and we're trading volatility in our option income trading and having an expectation for that and not just not just being ignoring that. And so you really kind of brought me to that second, third level of understanding and not just being ignorant to what's driving the profitability in the trade. And it's not just necessarily being right about direction, but it's it's those other things as well. And knowing, you know, having an expectation for volatility and then positioning yourself to take advantage of that expectation. And if it doesn't play out, the risk management comes in, you move on, you recognize that early and you get into something that's going to that is going to play out. Um, and so I think, I, you know, I tend to be pretty patient and that's something that, you know, I think the trades that have gone bad for me um, is that mm -hmm. patience. You know, I, I never wanted to be someone who just overreacted on trades and, and like out of fear. Um, right. But sometimes, you know, when, when you start feeling like you're in a trade and you're just banging your head and you get down on the trade immediately and then you're scratching your way back to, you know, break even. I mean, those are warning signs that like, look, you just need to trade it a different way. You know, you, you jump yeah. out of this. Don't fight it. Right. Get into something that's, that fits what the market is doing. And then, you know, define what your control points are, whether it be, you know, your technical analysis uh, and use those to help you to give you an indication that, yes, I may need to shift if the market does what we don't expect it to do here, um, because that kind of doesn't fit my expectation, as, far, as opposed to just blindly following a set of rules that are kind of agnostic to what what is going on in the market. It, it, it's just if you want if your goal is to be consistent over a longer period of time. That's one of the you know initial themes I got from you was you're going to have to well, be adaptive. It's like you're skiing, right? Yeah. You're, you're going to go up to go skiing and you don't bother checking the market conditions. You just look at the date on the calendar and say, I'm going to go skiing today. And you don't know if the ski ferry is open. You don't know if there's snow on the ground. You don't know if it's three below zero, right? You, know, you just assess the landscape and adapt. Like, yeah, I know I'm not <laughs> going to be really good in negative three degrees. So my, and plus I'm pretty tired from the previous two days. Hey, it's time to sit out a day. Yes, exactly. Right. That's that's the market. But but 
two days ago we were going to be skiing today, right? And so that was the plan, but right. we adapted the plan, and that's that's trading exactly. But you have that information available to you. Why don't why wouldn't you use it? And yep. this is you know I think it's a big lesson for a lot of us that we want to trade non-subjectively only by probabilities, but the reality is, without the probabilities. But I mean, I mean, yes, I mean, that has some validity to it, but without knowing your circumstances or situation, you don't know what your real probabilities actually are. Yeah. And one of the things that you have preached before that's hit home with me is like these guideline based trades, like you are being subjective, whether you recognize it or not. And so it's better to recognize that, hey, I am being subjective with this guideline trade. And do I really want to be this? this way, given what my expectation of the market is, do I really want to just ignore what the market's doing? I mean, it, they work for period of, periods of time. I mean, all the trades that you teach, you know, I've, oh, I've yeah. followed them for a long, they, they work, they have their, but they're going to, it's going to be somewhat boom and bust, you know, but over the long time, you're going to have a, you know, a consistent P&L, you know, curve, but it, you're going to have periods of time where you're going to have to take some pain. And, right. It's, some of us may not. And some, and some, some people the... will change the way that they trade when they take that pain. Like, and they won't, right. it, and so it gets them off. It's not that that's a bad thing to take some pain. You're going to have that, but to the extent that it impacts how you trade, or you just like jump from a, jump and just throw that strategy out because it's not working right now and never go back to it, that you're doing yourself a disservice because you just need to keep all those tools in your toolbox right. and go get them when you need them. Exactly. Don't, don't let you, don't let the bad times throw you off your game. Right. That's right. Um, and the other thing yeah. is some people may not understand what you mean by if you're trading a guidelines, non-subjective trade that you're actually being subjective. Yeah. Rules. I mean, I think inherently we, you know, I don't know who would not want to be in a trading strategy that's fairly easy that you just follow a set of rules. It, there's really no gray. You just, when it does this, you do that, right? That <laughs> sounds like a great way and, make, and you're making money consistently. That a lot, right. of, that's very little effort associated with that. I think the human... You say this too all the time is that the human instinct is to want to do something that's easy, right? <laughs> With the most that's, reward. That's sure and easy. That's right. <laughs> yeah, sure and easy. So I think we gravitate to that because, and that's what gets, it's it's good because that's what gets a lot of us into this. But I think when yes. you, the sooner you can recognize that it's really not about those strategies, it's about me as a trader and me identifying when I want to use these types of concepts and when I want to use these types of concepts. And when I just want to not maybe not be in the market, we're in no man's land and just give it a little bit of time to to kind of give you a higher probability situation and then mm -hmm. apply that, you know. And so I've, I've learned a lot of that perspective and a lot of that's been this year 